Hey, I'm Derek. Which makes me Brandon. <laughs> and we're the Penguins. Hey, we actually yeah, right. <laughs> That didn't go as well as I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, top story for today. We're going to be talking about LED firms that are possibly confirming the Switch Pro's arrival. Uh, Game Builder Garage actually isn't getting a physical copy to distribute in Europe. And Epic Games is trying to get the big three first parties on our digital storefront. Or not our, but their digital storefront. Who's the big three? We'll talk about that a little bit later. But first, we got a, we got a word from our latest sponsors. Derek, what's the word? This episode of Tengoons is sponsored by Miltank's Milk. Miltank's Milk. Don't ask where it came from. Anyway, <laughs> if you enjoy what you hear and see, check it out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, Twitter. All that is Nintengoons. Or if you want us to catch us on Twitch, it's the Nintengoons. So please, you know, talk to us and you know, follow us everywhere. Get the get the gaming news and uh, you know, let us know what you think about what we talk about. And you know. We'll probably respond with something witty and charming. So do you think that milk tank, like that's what supplies all the milk in uh, Pokemon then? Because you do buy bottles of milk that restore 80 HP. I hope it's milk. Just <laughs> based on <laughs> you the hope it's milk tank's milk. I, yeah, I, I hope it's, I just hope it's milk. That's all I'm saying. I okay. hope, uh, I mean, I, it'd be, it'd be a cool theory if like milk tank's milk was actually going to like the Zelda universe. Cause it's all Nintendo. So it's actually, uh, I was I was talking about Pokemon, not Zelda. I know, and I'm just saying that, like, what if what if there's Zelda like a, comes from the cows? You play a Pony song, we know where that comes from. But because well, we what if those are actually just build tanks, but they don't know they're actually in, oh my like, god, this attacking is Pokemon. crossover just gets the news. <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> reset. Um, yeah, uh, OLED display firm, right? Uh, who is it? Is it Universal? That's what the uh, the company was. Universal Display Corp. Yeah, yeah. So apparently they had an investors call for a quarter one and someone by the name of Spawn Wave. I've never heard of them, but this is well, from them on Spawn Twitter. Wave? I sent you videos of Spawn Wave to watch. Okay. I also watch a lot of things. I just don't know. <laughs> I, I, it didn't, maybe I had to watch a video. I don't, I, I, honestly, Spawn Wave, I, nothing clicked in my head. Okay. What, what, it, 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 you'll have to show me something later, man. I, I really, yeah. But, um, Anyway, so uh, they they I guess this, this got leaked, which and I'm going to mention that in a second though. But basically, the the president of uh, Universal Display Corp uh, talked about Switch Pro, quoting, uh, "In the gaming market, there are reports are uh, reports for the first time Nintendo selected an OLED screen for the new Switch Pro due to OLED benefits of higher contrast, of faster response times, the uh, the adaptation or the adoption." of OLEDs continues to expand and is fueling the multi-year OLED CAPEX growth cycle in which we are in. Uh, now, what's to me interesting is two things. One, there's a screenshot of it that we kind of have it in the, in the video, but mm-hmm. there's no signature. And that always, that's always skeptical to me because <laughs> typically in a presidential like, of, of a corporation, anyway, they usually have their signature at the very bottom. Now this is a, a copy paste basically of the text or what appears or like a screenshot, mm-hmm. but technically speaking, even based on the screenshot, someone could have just typed this up and, you know, kind of said, Hey, this is what the president said. And, you know, kind of quote unquote leaked it. But for all I know, this could be fabricated. That, that's my only gripe with it. You know? I mean, and where did it come from again? Uh, the president chief executive officer and director of uh, Universal Display Corp. Right, but it wasn't like on Twitter. It wasn't on anything like that. It wasn't on any kind of social media. It was something that was like internet that was leaked from 
uh, intercommunication, right? Or intro communication. Well, somehow Spawnwave got their hands on it. it and they, they posted it on Twitter. Right. Well, I mean, but we don't, I don't know where they got it from. Yeah, and I'm, I don't care. I, I think Spawnway is big enough that uh, that they have their that they probably have their insiders. I know a lot of a lot of people that talk about like uh, tech and stuff like that normally had their insiders. Let me, let well, me. yeah, no, I, I can agree with that, but this has to be one one big insider because the president wouldn't just send this to everyone in a corporation. They would send it to like the higher ups. Right, he's got five hundred six thousand people. He's got a lot of people. Right, so. It, but it, it's still like it, it, let's going to assume it's true, right? This is like this beyond you know beyond a doubt confirms a Switch Pro, you know? Yeah, something like this would pretty much be that. This would be the next level. This would be the next step. Obviously, this would be for their next product. What their what is their next product most likely going to be? It's most likely going to be the Switch Pro. That's what we're probably looking at at the mid generation uh, cycle, right? Yeah. Whoa. I mean, I don't know what else. Well, not even what else, but it just the fact they said new Switch Pro, like that's literally the the phrasing, right? If if they just said for the Switch Pro, it, it kind of weirdly. I, well, no, new implies that it's the way. I don't know I, the way they word it. Just kind of kind of confuses me for a second. But either way, there's no there's no timestamp on it, and also Nintendo is in zero rush. Actually, for all we know, they could be made, it and it's just a. <clears throat> they don't want to release it because the Switch is selling so well. Like, it's selling very well. Yeah, I was going to say, that would be... I feel like if they released it, like, today or tomorrow, you know, a week from now, maybe even a month from now, that probably wouldn't be the best idea, you know, fiscally-wise, especially because they they just ramped up production. So the fact that they ramped up production tells me that they're going to be holding off on the releasing of the Switch Pro. Because what- why, why else would they ramp up as high as they did Unless they're looking to sell this right at the towards the uh, like you know end of November, beginning December kind of holiday season, or like January post holiday season. I, but what what do you think about E three though? Could they announce it there? I, I mean, I, I'm afraid it's, it might not come out this year. But at See, the here's same the thing. time, if they don't announce it at E three, it's not coming out this year. I think E three is right. going to be that very pivotal point. As right. to what what are what are the huge things that Nintendo has in store for the rest of this year, right, and right, maybe the even the beginning of next year, because they already announced uh, Pokemon Arceus, they already announced things like Diamond Pearl remake, they already announced a lot of the Pokemon stuff that they're doing. They already in, uh, they already had their direct with their where they announced uh, their lineup essentially for mm. from now to what two years from now, essentially, with the exception of Zelda stuff, right. So I feel like that E three is going to be their time to do to to you know do their due diligence for Zelda and show Zelda some love. And I also think E three is going to be their time to say, "Hey, we're going to look at Breath of the Wild two, which is going to come out on the Switch Pro, which is going to be in stores for Christmas." Yeah, right. And that, that would, I mean, that's where I, I'd imagine they would want to sell it. They would. They probably want to get through, at the very least. It had. They want to go through all this year of not having a switch pro until the very end and have it for holiday sales. Uh, and I, I've said that before, if, you know, where November, especially because the, you know, uh, shining pearl and, and brilliant diamond or, or the shining diamond, brilliant pearl, either way, right. you know, they're being released, released in November and it would, you know, definitely go hand in hand if, if they sold it then. And 
you know, I mean, I'm not saying the Switch is going to die down by then, but theoretically speaking, it, it the sales could drop off. Right, they could drop off, or you know what? In the height of like, not in the height of the sales, but like, you know, if the sales are still doing good, but they want better sales, or they're gonna, or while they have everyone else's attention, while they have everyone's attention still, they say, "Hey, you like our Switch? You're gonna love our new edition, and you're gonna love the Switch Pro." You know, it all it also depends on on what they plan on doing for it. like. Will the docks be interchangeable? You know, will the docks not be interchangeable? Is it going to be a whole new? Is it going to be a whole new thing? Because if you're if if we're getting OLEDs, that means we're getting a whole new handheld. So we're right. getting a well, whole I new mean, we're getting a whole new console. Now the biggest question is: Is the console going to be uh, backwards compatible on the dock? Yay or nay? You know, are you going to be able to get a new upgraded dock for it as well, or use the old dock depending on on what you want to do, depending on the frame caps and things like that? Maybe. Well, actually, the frame caps depend on the processor, but. I, I I mean I think it, it will definitely be and I said this before that it will be backwards compatible just because they use a USB C um, port on it so it, it there's no I, I just don't think there's a way they, they can be backwards compatible at the very least being able to charge it and display it might not like enhance it but you know the fact it, but it also comes down to the dimensions of the Switch Pro if it's any thicker it might not just fit in the dock right. You know, you know, and I wonder how much more room they're actually going to get with OLED with OLEDs because if you have you ever seen OLED screen or an OLED uh, like TV or anything like that, yeah, yeah, those things are mad thin. They're like they're like half an inch thick or like an inch thick. Like those screens are really really thin compared to anything else that you ever see or like LEDs and stuff like that. Right. So if they are, if they, because if, if they add like, you know, even like a half of an inch or like an eighth of an inch or a quarter of an inch room to all that stuff, to, to being to the background, to the actual switch console itself, I don't know what kind of stuff they're going to be able to add to it. If they're going to be able to add anything to it, or if they choose to add something to it, you know, who knows? They might just want a thinner switch. Because an OLED would make overall a te- would technically make a thinner switch since those since there it requires no backlighting. Yeah, you get well, rid as, of that as, whole layer. As technology progresses or advances, every, technology always gets thinner as time goes on. Nothing ever really gets bigger per se in the sense of like thickness. You know, I, I can't imagine it's going to be thicker. However, you know, if it needs you know 4K capabilities to, on on a dock, it might need to be thicker. You know. That, that's definitely more demanding, and therefore you need bigger fans on it. Well, you would need bigger everything, a bigger processor, right. bigger fan, right. bigger But graphic. it's also been a couple of years, so by bigger, it could have been compensated. And, you know, since it's been a few years since the original Switch, by the time maybe technology has advanced, so it, it that those parts have gotten smaller, more efficient, so it can be, you know, powered more, uh, what's the word? I guess not efficient. perfectly. But yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah, efficient would be the word. Uh, I don't know. I, again, I still don't think that that's going to be a thing. I mean, just look at the RTX. Like, look at that monster of a chip. True. You I mean, the RTX series it can can play 4K. It just can't. Like, well, at least the, the first, what, two can't do it, like, 60 frames per second. But computers are different, though. I'm not going to... Computers are totally different because, you know, a computer needs so many different components and a game needs to... Or a game developer needs to make it so you know it can work with any you know mix and match of components. Right, but that's also the graphic component. Like uh, you know, I'm curious to see if I can just pull up a quick picture of like the size of like the a, gra- a graphics card for uh, we'll say a PS5. But I mean, it'll, st- it'll it'll probably still be beefy, you know. But again, this I mean, 
I, I still hope that the like the 4K capabilities is is more into the dock than the Switch itself. But I'm not a programmer. I'm just a gorgeous, gorgeous podcaster. We'll put a pin in that. But <laughs> but I don't know. I'm I'm actually really excited that it's OLEDs. Uh, I know. I think I talked about micro LEDs before, but I but the fact that OLEDs are are possibly or what looks like it's going to be a thing for that. How, how do you feel about it? I, I'm personally uh, kind of excited for for that switch. I mean, <clears throat> I I've noticed on on like Samsung phones and stuff like that they use an OLED backlighting, and their videos and their and the way the things look are really crisp, whether they're whether they're uh, 1080p or not. Like the the way that OLEDs actually function. It looks. It makes everything look really crisp. It's gonna be a, a, probably a bad take or even a hot take, but I almost don't care. And I say that because when we come to playing it portably, I I would rather have a smoother gameplay experience than a crisp one. So, like a, a game can still look crisp. Don't get me wrong, uh, but I would. I if you're gonna ask me, Derek, would you rather have sixty frame per second at seven twenty p or? 30 frames per second at 1080p, I'm going to say 60 frames per second every time. Now, I'm not sure if because I've, you know, I, I can see the difference and also know that, like, when it comes to frames per second, like, you need that, those frames to to get uh, accurate shots uh, or hits, like in Smash, for example, like, you know, frames matter in those kind of games. So when it comes to, you know, portability, uh, if I can't have both, I'd rather just have stability than, than it looking crisp. Don't get me wrong. I think it's... It'll, Looking crisp is obviously it would be nice, but you know I you have to understand that once you play in portable, the 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 trade off is that you will not get as good of an experience because it's not going to be having a, a dedicated power source to it. So you know, it, sure, it's it's gonna it's gonna look nice on the Switch Pro either way, but I'm not getting my hopes up that it's gonna be like iPhone quality, you know, crisp looking screen. I'm just not. I, uh, I, I, I wonder what backlighting iPhones use. I think Samsung looks better than iPhone, if I recall. To me, it all looks the same. Like, it really does. At, at see, least when it comes to the phones. See, I was going to say, see, to, for me, it's, uh, I, I can see the difference of, like, I can see the difference of, like, crispness. I can see, like, the I can see the contrast and stuff like that. Because really, when we say crisp, we're actually referring to Is this a joke against my color blindness? You're only partial. <laughs> so don't Still? give me any of that. <laughs> Still? You know what color that barn is? <laughs> Yeah, it's green. Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like you're definitely not doing giving it due diligence. I don't know. Like I, I, I think that the that adding the adding better visualizations and adding things like that will not only make it give it more room to be able to have more processes and things like that, but I also think that you know when it's in handheld mode and it's capped at like anywhere between we'll say thirty and forty frames for forty frames per second depending on the game, because obviously that's going to be game dependent or company dependent. I feel like that having that contrast, having a smoother look and having an overall better visual experience will also compensate for the lack of for the lack of FPS because it only, because I feel like that the FPS only hundred percent truly, truly matters with, uh, with like things like shooters and uh, we'll, we'll also fighting games too, because right. fighting games also where the FPS matters for visual cues for inputs. Right. That's what that's what the thing the thing it matters for visual cues. I think it also matters in, in racing games to a degree, but that was the thing before about about a trade off. It's like I, I just don't think we'll get both. The thing is, be one or the other. And I personally, I'd rather have 
higher but, frames. And also, but why, mention, but why do you think it won't be, will be one or the other when literally by no LED might cut the might cut the thickness of the screen by a decent margin since OLEDs have are a lot less are a lot thinner versus an LED because they lack a backlighting entirely. So you have, you cut off an entire layer, and now we say that the switch has an extra eighth of an inch on the inside that it could use for other things. Right, but it's still it, to make it more to make it even look crisp. It's still going to need power, right? OLEDs use less power than LEDs. Really? Yes, hmm. they require less power because again, they don't have that backlighting. But so they, actually, they look better. They also look better. Yes, hmm. because well, because then, then they then use natural they use organic substances that they that they uh, light up with electricity. Look, yeah. uh, we t- we talked about a hundred times. Stop making up words, okay? I, we don't need to go that far, but uh, I. I mean, if that's the case, then maybe we, I'll, you know, we'll get our cake and eat it too. But I just, I, I just don't have that high of a hope. I, I just think that you know the the game will just, you know, it's always going to play better in dark, which is true. It it would be nice. It, I'm just not going to say it's going to look very nice. I'm hoping it's going to look very nice in portable mode. But I'm not. It's not going to be like a, a a game changer for me if it's not because I understand the risk of or not even the risk the the, the possible trade off. But I mean, are you really true? Are you really going to be playing a fighting game or first person shooter in handheld mode? Nine, like nine, like more than like we'll say fifteen percent of the time. I well, when it comes to like first person shooters, absolutely not because I don't like. There's really no first person shooter on the Switch. There's, there, I mean, there's Splatoon, but I can't think that third person, and I'm not sure how much frame uh, yeah, really yeah, yeah. matter. But when it comes to fighting, I mean, there's times where I play Smash um, portably. No, yeah, right, right, but I'm saying more than fifteen percent of the time. I think so. I think so. Because because if I'm playing if I'm playing a fighting game, I'm not going to be using this. I'm not going to be playing in handheld, and I'm not even going to be using the Joy Cons. I'm going to be using a controller, which means I'm going to have it docked in. Which means that the fact that if it looks crisp and it look, and we get a good we get uh, OLEDs and things like that, and we make the game look really nice, and we make the contrast color and and the colors pop out really a lot. When I play games like Mario Maker, when I play games like Risk Rain, when I play games, uh, when I play any of the games like the Zelda games on there, it's going to make that a lot better for me because that stuff I play in handheld mode. But when it comes to fighting games, I've, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be playing that in handheld mode. That's going to be, that's going to be linked up to something else, which means I'm going to be getting the most optimized version of it possible. Right. True. But I mean, with Smash, I mean, the, you know, obviously optimized it so well that it still feels great in, in handheld, but you can't expect it from other developers, you know? Right. Only Nintendo can make it that good. Nintendo, but you got something right with that. We like Nintendo, that. Nintendo, sponsor us. Like, milk takes milk. Milk takes milk. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to finish the sponsor. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> milk takes milk. God, I hope I know where it's coming from. I, I don't know what you said, but that's okay. The, the, they said I could, I could use any variation. Oh, okay. I'm going okay. to talk to them, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, personally, I I'm excited for OLEDs. Uh, if it if I'm excited to, for it to look smooth, and I'm really mostly excited for the color contrast. I I just hope that the battery life's good, man. I mean, like the we I have the first version of the Switch. I'm not sure what version you have, but you know the battery life is a smash version. That's then I guess that'd be first version. So yeah, like the the battery in that version, like the, the first iteration of Switch, the battery is known to be like to die super fast. Right. Like they came out with a second version. And I, I'm not sure about a third, but I know the second version is at least in the Switch Lite. So it has a better battery life, but I'm not sure about how, how long. Either yeah. way, you know, I, I mean, I take that into consideration, you know. But. Right. Oh, I mean, all I know is that OLEDs technically have, are, are supposedly 
from what I've been from what I've been reading up on them, listening on them, is that they is that they use less or they have more battery life and they use less uh, power. I mean, when I compare my phone to my girlfriend's phone, you know, she's got a Samsung, I got an iPhone. Nice flex. She, she beats me on the <laughs> she beats me on the uh, on the on the power on the battery life of it. And obviously, there's a lot more that goes into it than just the screen, but. Right. But uh, but she has the OLED screens. But with that said, I know that when it comes to, or at least for Samsung, when it comes to OLED screens, it uh, it actually makes it really hard for them to repair. If you're gonna, if you need to repair the screen, you're pretty much getting a whole new phone because everything's glued and attached. Right. But that's but that's beyond the point. I, I'm kind of curious if that's just a curse of OLEDs or if uh, if that is a uh, just a Samsung thing. But uh, that that I don't know enough about when it comes to when it comes to actually repairing those screens. Well, uh, you guys tell us what you guys think, you know, do you, uh, would you take the trade off? Like I said, where I'd rather have a smoother experience, you know, not as crisp screen, or would you rather have a more crisp screen, but a little less, you know, I guess, uh, efficiency in terms of gameplay, you know, let us know. Or instead of making it black and white like that, do you think that we could have our cake and eat it too? Because Derek just immediately (laughs) thinks that, oh, if, if he gets what he wants, then I'll be damned. That's not true at all. But anyway, yeah, tell, tell us, you know, tell us everywhere. Twitter, Apple Podcasts, all that fun stuff. Uh, tell us what your favorite pie is. Uh, or our sponsor, you know. <laughs> Mill Things Milk, that's your favorite. Anyway, uh, all right, what, do you, what do you got next, man? Uh, we got, oh, man, oh, man, I don't, I don't, uh, uh, oh, God, oh, God. Uh, I want to say Garage Band, but it's not Garage Band. Game Builder. Game Builder Garage. That's the one. Yeah, apparently that's not getting uh, that's not getting anything in Europe. I think you have more details on that release. though. Yeah, yeah, it's a not it's not getting a physical release for some reason, and I don't understand that. I don't understand when I, we have no information why Nintendo just basically just told us, yeah, there's no physical edition coming to Europe, and people are like, why? And Nintendo's just like, eh, why not? I, I and that's that's as much as I know about the games industry, I do not understand it when it comes to like why certain games just don't have like a certain regional physical release. Like I can understand like, like back in the day, like old games and stuff like that, like, you know, mother three, I know there was no English pour of it, but you know, now that we're, you know, in the, the future, uh, I, I don't understand what the problem here is. I don't know if it's like a shipping problem to specifically Europe. Like maybe they have like some pre-order bonus plans that they I've- can't, do in europe i almost wonder if it's also a manufacturing thing where like maybe their manufacturers are in japan and, and america and they don't have anything in europe and because of that they don't think that they're going to they like maybe there's not a big enough uh there's not a big audience. enough market or audience in europe so for right. to get the physical release that is because obviously even though the even though the discs are landlocked um cartridges yeah even though the cartridges are landlocked then uh then europe or europe will still get the the uh, electronic version of it. You know, you can still download it in the market. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone's going to get the digital version, but it just kind of raises some questions. Like, why? You know? But I feel like there's always a question with Nintendo. There's always a why, because I feel like there's no explanation for a lot of things. Well, like, the good news is that, you know, because, at least with the Switch version, Switch games now, like, none of nothing is region locked, so you can get, like, a Japanese version of a game and it'll play perfectly fine. Oh, so, which lovely. is cool, but... It just doesn't explain why there's no like regional variant specific to Europe. Yeah, I, and I, but I like your logic though. That 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 could make the most sense. Like, but but it, but it wouldn't really like. Uh, actually, no, it would make sense in terms of Smash. Like, Smash is so big they know it's going to go huge everywhere. But maybe 
they like sent surveys out and saw like there wasn't a big enough demand in Europe to. Well, think about what happened with Monster Hunter. Remember what I believe it was the special edition that was going to be landlocked to Japan only, and then eventually, you know, a lot of people in the in the U.S. was making noise about that and didn't didn't they release it in the U.S. as well, or didn't they allow allow it to go to go to the U.S. as well, so it wasn't landlocked anymore? I don't. Well, no. There's already, if you're talking about the, the 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 seven eleven versions, where the gold amiibos and stuff like that, uh, those those stayed as content. No, no, I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about I'm talking about the uh, the dock. Remember originally the dock the the, the limited edition dock and collector's edition was only supposed to be in Japan. I I don't recall that. Oh, I'm gonna see if I can pull up the original article. Yeah, by all means, I could I, I really that that'd be interesting, but. Monster Hunter's huge, so or at least it's getting bigger and bigger. At least that's what it feels like. There was some kind of mistake on the like on the official Nintendo website that says that it's only going to take up 995 megabytes on the Switch versus like other sites or the game itself says it's going to only it's going to take up like uh, three gigs. So there's some kind of confusion there, but uh, I just. I I really want to know. I just I, I'd love to do more research into it. Like, why do companies do this sometimes? Yeah, I'm. I too am curious about that. Uh, I'm actually gonna continue looking for this afterwards because I know if I continue doing this now, I'm not gonna be talking. But uh, no, I, I'm also I'm also curious as to why uh, as to why they they do these things because again, I, I'm. I'm really thinking that it's got to be some. It's got to be something geographical, some sort of geographical struggle where manufacturers are, are locked elsewhere and they don't want to put another one, or they don't want to put more eggs in that basket or spread it out. I'm really thinking this gonna it's gonna be something along the lines of that. But uh, you know, it could be uh, again. It could just be a simple choice of you know what? Maybe maybe they're not our audience, so we're not gonna bother. And then eventually, if it's if it's something detrimental enough, they get or they then afterwards get some backlash on that, and then maybe respond to that backlash with the the positivity of you know what you get it and you get it and you get it. I mean, apparently there's a like there's other instances where you know or uh, North America got the digital and Europe got the physical. Mm-hmm. So I mean, maybe it just comes down to you know the the supplier like who makes the cartridges or you know who they got the contract to 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 ship them out. Like yeah, we don't want to pay inter- like the international cost or whatever cost it, to import it into into Europe. So we'll just we'll make it digital. That's free. Well, you know more or less. Right. So that's it, just to me. It's very interesting. I hope I I'll I'll do some more research. Maybe I'll get a Diddy Kong involved and see what he thinks. And uh, we'll we'll go from there. You suddenly got my attention back when you said Diddy Kong. Yeah, he's our Nintendo's lawyer. Interesting. I don't think I've ever seen him with a tie, though. Uh, that's because Diddy Kong doesn't wear a tie. Right, but lawyers need ties. Why isn't Donkey Kong our our lawyer? Donkey Kong, <laughs> Donkey Kong isn't our lawyer because we hired Diddy Kong. Donkey Kong represents other people for whatever reason that's not is, us and it hurts is he a prosecutor or a defender uh he's a lawyer so he can be either or <laughs> <laughs> oh man you hurt to talk to sometimes but then again i did too cranky kong's actually a public defender he's a public in, case you didn't want, in case you didn't know that i i was not aware of cranky kong so i thought he was retired 
Well, he, he was, but they brought him back. You know, it doesn't matter. What matters is that we'll get to the bottom of this and do some investigative journalism. Uh, going back to that investigative journalism, do you want to talk about the big three and who the big three are? Yeah, so I mean, the big three in terms of video games is Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft. Now, uh, personally, I would say... My Hero Academia. Personally, <laughs> I would say, you know, uh, Steam would should be the, the, the fourth. However... They're not considered a first party. I mean, they have some first party games like uh, uh, Left 4 Dead and and uh, Half Life One and Two, but they're not. You know, they don't. They rarely make games, and when they do, you know, they either do really well or they flop, like Artifact. So we bring this up is because you, uh, Epic Games apparently they are tr- were or are trying to get the big three first party games on their digital storefront, which would be insane. <laughs> Yeah, that would that would that that'd be crazy. I, I don't think it's going to be possible. Their only shot is Sony, and Sony hates everyone. So, Didn't good they luck offer to that. Sony like a absurd amount of money. They offered two hundred million for four to six titles. Oh man! So, like are... here's the thing, though. So Sony's their only chance because Xbox has zero reason to work with them because they have the Game Pass and. Uh, I mean, and they have their own digital storefront that no one uses, but they have the Game Pass. And that's where right. literally all their first party games go to. So that's out of the question. Like, they literally have their own service. There's no reason Xbox would say, sure, why not? You can put our games or Game Pass in every game store. Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <Good one. laughs> There's no <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, they're going to. They're, they're, they're too busy. Nintendo's too busy, like, mingling with Xbox and Microsoft and being like, yo, let's uh, let's let's set something up with the past, huh? Let, uh, we get some of yours and you get some of ours. The, Nintendo and Xbox are kind of like, you know, in, in cahoots with each other on that one, in my opinion. And what, what did. So there's actually, a, um, I, I guess, a leaked memo, but there are some tactics that Epic Games. Uh, Oh, actually, it wasn't even leaked. It was in the in the court case. This court case is awesome. I mean, as terrible as that sounds, like there's so oh, much man. cool information coming it's, out. It's teaching but, us a lot. So yeah, they're individual tactics they come out with. So for Sony, they put offer extended at 200 million MG plus. I'm not sure what that stands for. Uh, for four to six titles, and then now it's awaiting feedback. Um, for Microsoft, internal feedback from Microsoft. The PC Game Pass leader is uh, is against what we're doing. Which, yeah, I mean, literally the competition. They right. are effectively bidding against us for content. Also true. And Phil Spencer, who's the leader of Xbox, uh, is meeting with Gabe at Valve occasionally. So they're buddy-buddy, apparently. Which, I- I'm not surprised, because I believe the Game Pass is on Steam. So I'm sure Valve gets some kind of cut into that. And, you know, they're yeah. like, you know, buddy-buddies of that. <laughs> but I love Nintendo's one. Not started. Quote-unquote, is a moonshot unto itself <laughs> corporate history says this is a non-starter so like even they know like there's no way <laughs> there's, there's no way no now are they commenting on their this non-starter for them and sony or non-starter for them and uh nintendo nintendo okay them and nintendo they're like it, it like it's on here but it's like it's impossible like there's no way it's gonna happen yeah i i don't I don't Nintendo see will not this. play ball. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't see Nintendo at all. Uh, you know, given given them time of day. Again, Microsoft they're they're already doing their thing. At most, they might uh, at most they might have them like sign do some sort of contract with a like who do you think does it better, uh, Epic Games or Microsoft? 
In terms of what? In terms of like the into in terms of the online storefronts and stuff like that. I I guess Epic Games. I mean, they literally give out free games. They're losing a lot of money. They're losing millions and almost billion uh, dollars. Really? Uh, 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 yeah, because and the whole point of the whole the store was because they they couldn't stand how much Valve was taking in terms of uh, um, uh, for their cut. So they 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 made their own storefront and you know as, as the competition they're like the only way to fight Valve realistically is so they offer free games and do their own kind of thing. But in order to get free games, they have to pay the developer to put to make it free. So they don't you know the, the developer doesn't lose money from it. You know. Oh yikes. They, yeah, they, if the game's free, they're not, oh, not going to make any money. But if they pay them to make it free, then they're not losing money. And they have like some kind of contract where, like, like, it, uh, well, and, and for games that aren't free, they're like, hey, you put it on the Epic Games Store, we guarantee, like, if your game doesn't make X amount of money, we'll 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 give the difference. Oh, I mean, it gives it gives companies a good incentive. Right, right. No, it's a safety net. It's a smart safety net. Yeah. The problem is that you know, for for Epic, it's it's they don't it's, have a million. They don't have infinite money. That's that's the issue. Well, well, that's actually. I'm not saying they have infinite money, but Fortnite is a multi-billion-dollar game. They, that it is literally that that funds everything at Epic now. So, I'm sure that's where they get all their all the the revenue they need. Or that's yeah. why they're probably not like uh, the Epic Games guy. I forgot his name. He uh he he's like oh yeah you know I know we're putting a lot of money into this but it's something we believe in you know because because he even said it's a financial loss right now and it's going to be for the next like five to six years right but you know what it's also smart in the sense where if they get another big hit like Fortnite I don't think they will though like that was unrealistically right, if they get another lucky big hit like Fortnite but like uh, and, I, and I'll refer let me phrase that if they get a game that is a big hit that does like 75% as well as Fortnite true true that I mean that that would that would also be very big but again they like cuz Fortnite was a flop when it came out it it was literally like no one was buying it and the only reason it got super popular cuz it came out with a a battle royale mode and yeah. then that people, you know, people went crazy over it. I mean, everyone loves their battle royale games. Just look at, like, think about how how big that was for Twitch streamers and stuff like that. Like, you know, right. it was. What did it start with? It didn't start with PUBG. It started with something before PUBG. Was it well, DayZ or the cult? The, the culling. The culling. That that's where uh, Clint Stevens started. Really? That's where he yeah. started. Yeah, he started. He started on the culling. That's and where he got L- big, or that's where he that's where he started at first. I could just point he started with. Uh, I I personally thought he started with uh, Mario sixty four speedrun. No, no, no. He started he started with the culling. Like that's that's where he started getting an audience. Oh, and that, okay. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Right, the culling was like almost the first real battle royale game that that you know people really enjoyed, and I mean that's a whole other terrible story of how they ruined the game. But yeah. Uh, you know, nowhere near the level of Fortnite or Warzone and all those other fun games, but it's all funded by microtransactions. Either way, uh, yeah, they're they're only a real shot here, Sony. They're like uh, Microsoft. Maybe if they come to an agreement, like, hey, we'll put Game Pass on Epic Store. Like, I don't know what good that's going to do for them. Yeah, and Nintendo, it's like I'm not even sure if it's a culture thing, but one Nintendo has no idea how to program for an like for computer. You know, it's a totally different language, right? And uh, they'd probably like they'd want to be involved in some way because like imagine if like a a a Smash came on PC Mm -hmm. and and like it wasn't made, it wasn't ported well. Nintendo would take that very seriously. 
Yeah, I, also, I feel like I also feel like Nintendo's a very micromanaged type of a uh, of a company. They, they they just give that kind of impression. Oh, I can definitely see that. Plus, they you know how how crazy they'd be if they if they learn that there's a modding community. <laughs> like, oh, you know, <laughs> they already, right? They they already hate you know mods that, and stuff like that. You know, that's actually a very good point because of how easy it is to mod something on the computer. I cannot see Nintendo stuff hitting the computer like that. The way that the way that uh, like I can't see them giving their first party stuff onto computers because that's just opening an avenue to mod it, and they would see their stuff being warped. Aside from the image that they thought it was perfect in, right? And I can, and that would just be enough for me to think about, like, you know what? I like they have too much respect for their stuff. They would not do that. Like, no way in hell would they do that. But you know, not enough respect to make the online great. But you know, enough respect to make the game really polished. But whatever, I'm not mad. I'm just incredibly mad. Uh, so yeah, two hundred million from four to six titles just to put them on the store. But also, I mean, I'd imagine. Like that, two hundred million had to go into development costs of porting the game over. Yeah. There's been some PlayStation games that got onto the PC, but like nothing like uh, la- like Last of Us level or he- or like God of War, you know. Well, that would- yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I mean, think about that though. If they were able, if they were offering two hundred million to get four to six titles, they didn't they didn't specify which titles. Right. What if they but did get? What if they were able to nab like an Assassin's Creed game or a God of War game? Well, well, no, well, no. See, Assassin's Creed is a third-party game. Uh, oh, you know what? You're right. No, it's it's not looking for first right. party. I'm thinking. You're yeah. right. sorry. I was thinking right. just like big games on PS3. Right, right. No, PS3. no. Like God, you know, PS3, God of War. It, God of War is a first-party game, and that you know sold incredibly well. So it'd, it'd be a game like that because that's you know Sony's bread and butter. Like Ratchet and Clank. I'm not sure how well that sells, but it does well enough. Yeah, I mean, I would, uh, I would love to play Dad of War on the computer. I can't think of Sony's first parties, and they, he has the oh, I mean Spider Man. They, they got Spider Man. Oh wow, yeah, you're right. How did we forget that one? Right, because we don't have PlayStation, unfortunately. I was thinking about be- buying one for for like anime fighting games and anime games, but uh, <coughs> uh when I get to buy our buddies, he doesn't have the no, newest one. No, I'm talking about PlayStation Five. I'm not going. Oh, okay. Right, right. I, I kind of uh, want to play Demon Souls. Uh oh, wait, is that first party Demon Souls? Yes. Oh, but all that stuff's already on the computer. Well, actually, I don't think Demon Souls is. Well, the remake. I, I, I'm just talking about the remake. The gotcha. is is all. I mean, they they paid them to put it specifically on the you know, PlayStation. I think Demon Souls One was only on PlayStation, and then Dark Souls went on both. Yeah, Dark Souls did go on both. Dark Souls One, Two, and Three. Right. Uh, let's see. Last Guardian, uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, but these are all PS4 oh. games. You know, cool. If if Bloodborne got to PC. I would love to. I'd love to see that happen. That would be incredible. Oh, oh wait, no, never mind. That's already. That's already on. Never mind. That's already on computer. Oh, plays in all stars. We need it. Yes, on, <laughs> on on PC. Everyone's been asking. We want it. Come on, come on, Epic. A real man's answer. Another fighting game. <laughs> real man. Like Epic's just looking for a way to combat Steam because they just have like a a blood feud with them. Yeah, do you and. Think that- Oh, yo! They could also stick Little Big Planet on here. They could stick Little Big Planet, or they can stick any of their like very popular racing games, like Grand. Please Theory. don't put. Please don't say Little Big Planet. That that hurts my soul. I, I I love Little Big Planet, but for some reason they're not continuing the 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 series. Like they came out with that the platformer, Sackboy, right? Sackboy, but I don't care about that. I care about making levels. Like yeah, Little Big I Planet was like the original is the original Mario Maker, and 
it, probably a better one too, but I won't go there. It's it, very fun. It, it was that those games are phenomenal, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I would play the crap out of Ratchet and Clank on the computer. Uh, I, I do you, but, but do you hope at the end of the day that uh that they get their wish and they get Sony on their list or no? Did that make a difference for you? I mean, it'd be nice for me. I'd love to play Spider-Man. But uh, they need to do something. They need to find a good way to beat Valve. I think they should start buying more studios and making good games rather than trying to buy other companies. But let us know what you guys think. You know, do you think Epic has the right answer trying to buy out the big three? Or or should they go their own way and make, you know, more games like Fortnite or something? You know, yep. let us know on Twitter, YouTube. You know, uh, oh, and listen to us obviously everywhere again. Apple Podcast, Spotify, and which is Apple Podbean. What? Apple Podbean. No, no, not that. Have a good one, guys.